a good day to you and welcome to Living Fully, where we attempt to glean insights from God's Word to help us live more fully into God's intentions for us in Jesus Christ. On behalf of Dr. Warren Latham and myself, I'm Dan Dunn. Today we're reading from Revelation chapter 1, verses 19 and 20. Write, therefore, what you have seen, what is now and what will take place later, the mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand and of the seven golden lampstands is this. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. In the previous devotion, we talked about the seven stars that are the angels of the seven churches. Today, we want to focus on the seven lampstands, which represent the churches themselves. The lampstand was an integral part of Jewish worship with a long history stemming from the time of the first tabernacle. Among other symbolic possibilities, we can see that one of the things that is suggested by portraying the churches as lampstands is that the church of Jesus Christ is the new Israel. And this theme is not limited to the book of Revelation. You may remember these words from 1 Peter 1, 9. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Well, notice that the language here is very similar to the Old Testament language that refers to the Israelites, chosen people, royal priesthood, holy nation. In Galatians, Paul writes these words, those who want to impress people by means of the flesh are trying to compel you to be circumcised. Well, the only reason they do this is to avoid being persecuted for the cross of Christ. Not even those who are circumcised keep the law, yet they want you to be circumcised so that they may boast about your circumcision in the flesh. May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything. What counts is the new creation. Peace and mercy to all who follow this rule to the Israel of God. Now, some biblical scholars believe that portraying the church of Christ as the new Israel paves the way for understanding there, there is an intentional contrast in the book of Revelation between the new Jerusalem and fallen Babylon, which in their uh, particular historical context most probably referred to Rome. Now, there are only two specific references to the new Jerusalem in the book of Revelation, but the wording of these references and the context in which they are set make them very powerful. The first reference comes in chapter 3. The one who is victorious, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will they leave it. I will write on them the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. And I will also write on them my new name. This is in Revelation 3.12. And then the second reference to the new Jerusalem in the book of Revelation comes in chapter 21, verses 1 through 2. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully adorned for her husband. Well, why is this important? Well, the church of Jesus Christ is composed of people who have trusted in the saving work of Jesus on the cross and who believe firmly in the reality of the resurrection. In this sense, then, the cross-resurrection event is the only appropriate lens through which Jesus' followers can view their lives, including any difficult circumstances. Utilizing Old Testament apocalyptic imagery, Revelation portrays a vivid picture of the ultimate defeat of fallen Babylon in their time Rome, in our time something different, and the glorious victory of the New Jerusalem. 
As members of the new Israel, then, Christians can take great hope in this reality. No matter what we're going through, no matter how tough our current stuff is, we can know with utmost certainty that God is not through working yet. He is not through working in the world, nor is he through working in us. As I reflect on these things, I would I would like to ask myself some questions. Am I sometimes close to giving up? Do, do I sometimes look at the craziness of our world and wonder what in heaven's name has happened to everyone? Do I occasionally think to myself that God has completely abandoned us and that the current Babylon is winning the battle? Well, I want to remember, and I invite you to remember too, dear friend, that the seven lampstands were right there and Jesus was in their midst. And we want, we want to remember that Babylon or Rome or whatever powers, powers are at play today do not have the final word, nor do they gain the final victory. One day, we will all be a part of the new Jerusalem. Hallelujah. So let us remember the seven lampstands are the seven churches, and Jesus was in their midst. Let's pray together. We look forward to being in the new Jerusalem, Lord God, worshiping and serving you there. Thank you for the cross and resurrection of Jesus that make our citizenship in the new Jerusalem a possibility. Thank you for your grace, which calls us to follow you in faith. Help us fully follow you today as we anticipate a glorious future. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. May you live fully in Jesus today, and may he live fully in you.